This is a podcast by the Business Times. Welcome to Wealth with BT, a podcast series helmed by the Business Times wealth editor Genevieve Kwa. It's been specially put together for those with some investing experience who are also looking to preserve and grow their wealth. I'm Genevieve Kwa, and I'm wealth editor of the Business Times. In this second episode, I'm going to look into traditional participating or PAR insurance policies. That sounds like a mouthful, but PAR policies are really very familiar to Singaporeans. Some examples are whole life policies and endowment plans. They're very popular and normally have the biggest share of new sales for the industry. Just last week, the insurance industry announced that it would reduce the illustrative projection rates for PAR policies. Now, the industry, through the Life Insurance Association or LIA, will tell you that those rates, which appear in every policy illustration, are only for illustration purposes and have nothing to do with the actual return a policy will ultimately give you. Nor do those rates bear any relation to the actual return an insurer's life fund will achieve every year. That is true, of course. But to me, as an observer and financial journalist covering this industry, I think it sends a very important signal that you, as policyholder, should take note of, even if only to set or reset your expectations. Okay, now since this is somewhat technical issue, let's start from the basics. Par policies are those where insurers pull together your premiums and invest them collectively in the life fund. When you buy a PAR policy, you will receive a policy or a benefit illustration. Now, this document is given to you at point of sale. It has many pages with rows of numbers that make your eyes glaze over. So I'll tell you what to watch out for. In the death benefit and surrender value pages, among others, you will see two sets of return projections. Currently, the lower projection is a gross rate of return of 3.25%. The second projection is based on a higher assumed return of 4.75%. These are the two rates that the industry will revise downwards. From July 1, the illustrations you get, if you happen to be exploring the purchase of a policy, will use lower return assumptions, 3% and 4.25%. Before I go further, you should also note a few things about PAR policies. First, policy returns are a combination of guaranteed and non-guaranteed returns. Normally, the guaranteed portion is fairly modest, and the non-guaranteed portion, which is in the form of dividends or bonuses, is a lot more substantial. Second, Returns are smooth. This means the insurer makes a judgment on how much bonus or non-guaranteed return to pay out. In a poor year, you may still get a good bonus, even though the life fund may not have done so well. But in a good year, you may also not get the entire surplus because the insurer sets some surplus aside as a reserve to pay out when returns are poor. The net effect is a steady accumulation of total returns, which is what policyholders want. 
But why is the industry cutting these projected rates of return, especially since, as the LIA emphasizes, these rates are only for illustration and have no bearing on a life fund or a policy's actual return? The reality is, insurers' par or life funds are invested in the mix of assets. The biggest component of this mix is fixed income or bonds. In a typical life fund, the proportion of bonds is more than half, or as much as 68 or even 70 percent. Equities or stocks share is between 16 and 30 percent. Yields in the bond market have been on a trend of sustained decline. This has been going on for the past decade or longer. But since COVID-19, when many central banks put in place monetary stimulus to support their economies, interest rates have gone down even further, literally scraping the barrel. We ourselves see this in the Singapore government bond market, where the 10-year yield is currently at around 1.5 percent. Even the Singapore savings bond is delivering pretty low returns. The latest issuance is around 1.53 percent over 10 years. This is actually higher than it was in December 2020, when the annual return was less than 1 percent over 10 years. For insurers, here is the rub: when they manage assets for policies, they must keep in mind that the policies have a fixed liability. They must pay out benefits at some point in the future. Maybe ten, twenty, or forty years down the road. Ideally, they should find assets that can best meet or match those very long-term liabilities. But in Singapore, there really aren't many such assets that fit this long-dated requirement. The Singapore government issues ten and up to thirty-year bonds, and corporate bonds have shorter maturities. This means that every time a bond matures. The insurer needs to reinvest the proceeds, and the available yields get lower and lower. Now imagine if you have a policy that projected an effective rate of return of four percent over fifteen years. That sounds very doable, especially if you have the flexibility to invest more in equities. But because the life fund needs to invest very conservatively, this may become quite a challenge. Especially once you factor in the insurer's expense ratio, which can be substantial. Now, one more thing to note is that the industry doesn't do these rate adjustments often. Every year, they review those rates against what insurers believe their funds can reasonably achieve. The last time the rates were adjusted downwards was in 2013. Now, if you like what you've been listening to so far. Do subscribe to Wealth BT podcast on your favorite audio apps. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So you may be wondering, how have life funds been performing since the low rate environment has been with us for several years? Actually, pretty well. You may be surprised to find, based on data compiled by Finapac Research. Which reflects insurers' geometric rates of return over 10 years. The performance is generally well above the current illustrative cap of 4.75 percent. 
From 2010 to 2019, life funds returns have ranged between 4.42% and over 6%. For 2020, not many insurers have published their PAR fund reviews yet. So far, the ones that I have seen are Income, Prudential, and Great Eastern. Income Sing Dollar Life Fund did pretty well. With a return of 9.14% in 2020, compared to 9.59% in 2019, Prudential Sing Dollar Life Fund returned 5.65% compared to 12.26% in 2019, and GE also did well on its life fund with a return of 8.4% in 2020, compared to 11% in 2019. So what is in store come July? LIA's press announcement last week had this to say about the new policy illustrations in July: that basically insurers may take the opportunity to review and redesign products, and benefits and premiums may change. It also warns that consumers should not feel pressured to buy a policy just because July is rolling around. Okay, so what does this all mean? First, this adjustment of illustrative rates sends a strong signal that investors and policyholders should probably reset their expectations. For current policies, while the illustrative rates are slightly higher, the truth is you cannot defy gravity. With the low yields that have prevailed over quite a few years, there is a good chance that your policy. Has already suffered bonus cuts, and the maturity value may be lower than what you initially expected. I expect that new policies would be appropriately priced, and insurers should not illustrate beyond what they can reasonably achieve. Still, the non-guaranteed portion of returns of par policies is substantial. If bond yields remain where they are, or trend even lower, you need to brace yourself. And not expect too much, or better still, be diversified. If it is for savings, your endowment policy, after all, belongs in your relatively low-risk pot of investments. To be balanced, you should also be investing into equities on your own, and you have all the flexibility to invest within your risk appetite. The second point I'd like to make is this. Even while we are yet to see insurers' new lineup in July, there are some features that I believe you can reasonably expect. One, the guaranteed portions of returns may be lower. It is already low, mind you. Two, the break-even rate of long-term policies may stretch out even longer. What does this mean? If you look at the policy illustrations surrender value page. You'll see a column representing premiums paid through the years. Then you will see surrender values under the two projected rates of return. The break-even point is the point at which you can surrender or give up a policy and not lose out on your premium. Of course, this is only a rough indication. But anyway, here's the thing: based on today's illustrative rates. Under the higher 4.75% expected return, the break-even year, when you can surrender and get more than the premiums you have paid so far, is around 20 years for a whole life plan, 
and this is for a 35-year-old. Under the lower illustrative rate of 3.25%, it's much longer, maybe around 25 to 30 years. So you can imagine, if you assume lower rates of return, and all other things like premiums and death benefit stay the same, the break-even point will stretch out further. But insurance, as you are often told, is a long-term commitment. Please do think about your needs and where a policy fits in, and consult an advisor if you have one. Again, that's a lot to think about. Until my next episode in July, stay safe and healthy. Don't forget to subscribe to Wealth BT on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Like us and give us a rating. That was an SBH podcast by the Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at the Straits Times, the Business Times, and Money FM eighty nine point three. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.